Love and marriage, love and marriage goes together like a horse and carriage. Well, hello, listeners. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the show. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am glorious, my friend. My rise to power is forthcoming. Ugh, so glad to hear it. Hey, I have some good news and bad news. Which would you like first? Bad news, of course. Perfect. I'm glad you said that. So the bad news is, Adam, is we really don't have any time for banter. What? Would you like the good news? Yes. We got a call from a friend of the show that we haven't gotten in a long time. Okay. And we have a busy, busy agenda, as we ha- often have here recently. And so okay. in, lieu of, in lieu of extended banter, I'd like to suggest that we go ahead and jump right in so we have time for all the fun. Can I make one joke of banter? Of course. Okay. The best thing I heard was, do you want the good news or the bad news? The guy reaches out to another guy. says, do you want the good news or the bad news? And the guy, the guy responding says, combine them. He goes, our girlfriend is cheating on both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed I that. Yeah. I I don't know if I liked it quite as much as your kangaroo joke from the one hundredth episode. That, that was, was freaking good amazing. <laughs> that was Especially awesome. since you ended that one with there it is. <laughs> Can't go wrong when you say there it is the way I do. Yeah, so if listeners, long-time listeners know what I'm referring to, if you don't, then just scroll through our feed and you'll find one called The 100th, I think. And maybe to this day, although we've put out a lot of good content, although we've put out a lot of good content, I think you and I still agree that was our best and maybe most fun episode. Yeah. I mean, this last week with Peter DeVilbus was... Two weeks ago. Uh, well, I guess, we, yeah, right, two weeks ago. We've, we've had some pretty good moments in the show, but I think as a collective, that's the best yes. episode. Top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we were celebrating a milestone. We had Greg and John on with us. Yeah. We had instant chemistry with those guys. Yeah. It was an extended episode, worth every minute of your time. It was just really good. You know, we ought to do a Gravity, Be- I'm sorry, a, uh, This Week Today clip show. You know, whenever the writers don't have time to feel like put out an episode, they do a clip show. <laughs> we should do some of our favorite episode moments, you know, like whenever we were doing the contest and you're like, you're not going to do this to me, Adam. Those kind of things. <laughs> Except the, I, the irony of doing that because you don't have time is that it takes a tremendous amount of time. Oh, it's such an amount of uh, a crazy amount of time. We need yeah. an intern. <laughs> Boy, that, if that's, only there was some place. <laughs> that's a reference that goes back um, five, six years. Yeah. The original intern yep. bit. Now anyway. we have a whole organization of interns, which and nobody has time to do this. <laughs> and look, now we've bantered when we don't have time to banter. <clears throat> so let me get, go and get started. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Adam, I'm assuming that you and everyone else join me today in celebrating National Unicorn Day. Of course. <laughs> Duh. Especially my daughter, who loves unicorns. Tomorrow is... Oh, tomorrow, Adam, is Take a Wild Guest Day. So... Mm. So there. <laughs> <laughs> you get to say it in all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday is National Clean Out Your Medicine Cabinet Day. I recommend this. 
Yeah, but you you consume all of it. Like when you get rid of bat, like old alcohol, you just like you make donkey punch and you put it all in one thing and you take it. That's how you do all your medicine. A donkey spit. <laughs> when I say clean out, I mean you, you can do that however you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Wednesday is National Canned Ham Day. Ah, uh, glorious! Always worth celebrating. Which a little bit is National David Letterman Day because he was obsessed with canned hams. Like spam or just like other canned hams? Various. No, he referenced canned hams regularly on the show. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Thursday is Adam National Dolphin Day. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. And it's you and I's Patronus. <laughs> That's right. It is our Patronus. Yeah. Smart. Because we are smart. Friday's a day I wish we could all skip, but alas, we cannot. National Tax Day. Yeah, yeah. Taxation with representation, unfortunately. But we're going to rebound on Saturday and wrap up our week of terrific celebrations with National Auctioneers Day, which is something I am fascinated with. Dude, have you seen the classes you can take here in Texas? No. One dollar better, dollar better, dollar better, dollar, one dollar. You haven't seen that stuff? <laughs> no. That's awesome, though. <laughs> I'll send you the TikToks. <laughs> yes, please. I, I've long uh, considered, not on this show, but on our previous podcast, Gravity Beard, interviewing, having a, an auctioneer on the show. It's okay. That'd be awesome. I would hope that we can get uh, Jimmy Dickens from Letterkenny. He's an auctioneer on there. He's like <laughs> six, eight. Yes, I'm sure I can get him. Right. Has he heard of Gravity Beard? I'm sure he has. Oh, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I love auctioneers. I think they're fascinating. Saturday is National Auctioneers Day. So hug an auctioneer if you see him. See I will. Him. I yeah. will. Yeah. Add it with that, let's turn our attention to this week in history. Okay. Well, since we're on the clock, I guess I'll have no choice but to do quick hits. I am not sorry, Keith. Quick hits. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not sorry, Keith. <laughs> well, because you always say, sorry, Keith. Forget you know, I, I am not sorry, um, but I do love Keith. Okay, let's start way back. In 1360, a hailstorm kills a thousand English troops in France. That is a bummer. What the hail, bro? All right? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help it. All right, so moving forward like 300 years... Galileo is accused of heresy for claiming the Earth revolves around the Sun. I love that. Well, we all know that's false, of course. Idiots. I know, fools. And this week marks the 110th anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) Neither did the guy in the crow's nest. (laughs) (laughs) Titanic humor, guys. All right, so moving along. Never gets old. (laughs) Nope. Uh, in 1953, the first color 3D film opens. Now, I thought this was going to be a much bigger deal for home stuff, but they really couldn't make it work, which is unfortunate because 3D is dope. Um, a couple of years later, in 1960, the Montreal Canadiens win the fifth consecutive Stanley Cup, which to me is mind-blowing. The fifth in a row. In a row. Yeah. I mean, that's that's darn near impossible unless you're Jordan. If he had retired, would have had seven. Eight. Or eight. Eight. Um, okay, so we'll like put a pin in that achievement because that's awesome. A year later, in 1961, Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin becomes the first man in space. So technically, they won the space race. Is cosmonaut a cooler name for space guys than astronaut? I think so. I think it might be. But in, 
צומת ראשה, ספייס גוז אין יו. And so again, as the space race continued in 1970, the Apollo 13 launches to the moon, which is dope. And in the same year, on the downturn in 1970, Paul McCartney announces the breakup of the Beatles. Some would argue, no real loss there. Um, others would argue, thanks a lot, Yoko. <laughs> so, you may think that I'm done, but Tove, this week is the Masters. Yes, it is. Okay. So this week in Masters history. Let's dive right in. So we're going to step back. So we just finished 1970 Beatles. So backing up a little bit, in 1961, South African Gary Player becomes the first international Masters champion. So if you ask me, he could be ready Gary Player 1. <laughs> See? That's deliciously right. terrible, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I could do this all day. In 1996... Greg Norman blows a six-shot Masters lead in Epic Collapse. Talk about choking. I was watching that. No shit. That, I mean, six shots is almost insurmountable. In a major. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's almost like the, uh, who is it? Jeff Buckley, like, slow grounder to first. That poor guy. Well, he, they didn't let him forget that. Did you mean Bill Buckner? Yeah. Bill Buckner, yeah. Jeff Buckley is the guy who sings Hallelujah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, who died like mysterious, maybe possibly drowned? I don't know. Anyway. Hallelujah, buddy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, one year later, this is kind of like the, 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 the beginning of the reigning champion, Tiger Woods. So, in 1997, Tiger Woods wins the Masters for the first of five times. This is incredible. Okay, he's also young as crap. Here's an example. He was the youngest ever Masters champion at age 21. That's insane. He had the lowest 72-hole score at the Masters, which was 270. He had the largest margin of victory at the Masters of 12 strokes. That's insane. And for like the majors, Jesus. And uh, this was not just Tiger's first Masters, but also his first major victory of his career. So he went right to the top. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right to the top. He got right down to business. Yeah. Yeah, and then his, you know, epic collapse after that. But, you know, boy, did he do good in the beginning of his career. <laughs> All right, Adam, with that, how about the news? Well, I love the news, and I can't wait to hear that sweet, sweet song. Adam, I'd like to introduce you to and tell the story of one Ryan Andrew King, age 27. Okay. So, Adam, a, a police investigation has shown a spotlight on an underground fetish in which men apparently volunteer to have parts of their genitals removed. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I, I meant to say this before I started. Uh, at the top of this article, it said... Warning, this story contains graphic content that may distress some readers. <laughs> I'm already distressed. Thanks for not giving me the warning. Which, by the way, that warning should probably be at the top of almost every story we discuss on the show. Correct. Yeah, yeah we should get somebody cool to record that and then just <laughs> Yeah, we should. Yeah, I agree. So we've never issued that warning, so I apologize for our previous like 150 episodes. But there you go. 
<laughs> hey, there's no time like the best day to plant a tree is today. <laughs> this story may cause some distress to the listener. <laughs> so anyway, so that was a police investigation. So police and paramedics responded to a call. This occurred in Australia, by the way, to a Brisbane City backpackers hostel. <laughs> and that's where they found a 26-year-old man who had traveled from Sydney to Brisbane, allegedly for King to perform a castration in one of the rooms at the hostel. God, what? Mm-hmm, yeah. And apparently, they had been discussing it for months over a, a fetish website that they were both on. So a castration at a hotel? Uh, not a hotel. A, a, uh, a traveler's hostel. <laughs> So not even really oh, a hotel. That's right. So not even a hotel, right? right. So the scariest environment imaginable. Okay, got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So not surprisingly, the 26-year-old man was taken to the hospital. And I like the name of the hospital is the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the wrong, wrong part of the town. Well, not after the castration, perhaps. <laughs> Fair. So anyways, he was taken to the hospital for surgery. Now... Then the police searched Andrew King's inner city apartment. Oh, no. Yes. That's where they found body parts in his freezer. Oh, no. Yeah. So apparently he was keeping um, testicles and other parts of male genitals in his freezer. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Also... (sighs) The castration was filmed by King and was possibly uploaded to a fetish website. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know, because internet, and now it's, now it's just out there forever. <laughs> and the internet never forgets. No, it does not. Now, an important question here, Adam, is, is Andrew King a doctor? We don't know. Adam, the answer is no. No, he's not. He's an electrician. ha. <laughs> Yeah, so not a doctor. He's actually an electrician who was leading a double life. Uh, but it's okay, because he learned how to perform castrations from doing some online research. Well, yeah, because you can do anything there. You can learn how to smoke meats, retile your floor, <laughs> yeah. caulk the baseboards, and do castrations. Yeah, it's all there. It's all on the internet. Yeah, because because of course. So Adam, he recently appeared in court on charges of act with intent to maim. Uh, okay okay once again i think they've fallen short i don't think it was act act with intent to maim he definitely maimed (laughs) yeah he acted and delivered maiming yeah no he successfully yeah he did the thing he he was awesomely maimed (laughs) yeah 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 so um king underwent a mental health assessment and the court ordered him to undergo further psychiatric assessment. Good call. In addition, and this is, I think, where they got it right, he was denied bail and will be appearing in court again next month. So, you know what's funny? It's like about that. It's like, I actually have less of a problem that he has a fetish. But, like, you gotta, you can't do that stuff, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta behave better. (laughs) You know? Like, (laughs) if you have a fetish, cool, bro. Talk about it. Maybe do some artwork, you know, whatever. But you don't do the thing because that's how you go to jail. You want to go to jail. You practice medicine or maiming. And 
Like you, you, you don't do that. So you're saying joining an online community where they perform castrations on each other is maybe a bridge too far? It is a bridge too far. Okay. Yeah, the bridge is in the troubled waters at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's going right through them. It's not going oh, over. Oh, man. Not going over. No, no, no. No, you're getting blasted by the, like, the storm surge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't disagree. And Adam, I'd like to apologize to you and the listener because we do not have time for our next story. <laughs> well, I think everybody needs to kind of take a break after this story. So maybe this is probably <laughs> for the best. <laughs> but maybe I can offer a headline. I'll take it. Brazilian pop star hospitalized after refusing to fart in front of her boyfriend. <laughs> Will you please repeat that? <laughs> please repeat that. I'd be delighted to. <laughs> Brazilian pop star hospitalized after refusing to fart in front of her boyfriend. How long were they dating? I mean, was it like a first thing where it was like, kind of like they hung out all the time and she just refused? And why didn't you just go to the bathroom? I wish I had answers to your questions, Adam. Yeah. We, we did get further along into the flattest research when we talked about the person who farted in jars. Yeah, yeah. So, so perhaps... Maybe she should take a lesson. We, we will make every possible effort to get to our second flagellant story in a future episode. Yeah, I just think that people don't have to be hospitalized all the time. They can avoid behaviors like, A, don't go to private castrations that are not licensed, <laughs> and don't hold in your farts. Like, these or, are very simple things. Like another story we teased in a recent episode, don't stick batteries up your penis. I just feel like there are certain things that, that don't need to be said until you do. Yeah. Need to say them. That's why you have dumb warning labels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have the Darwin Awards. <laughs> Which I love the Darwin Awards. Yeah, see, so let's let's not let's not talk people out of these behaviors. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> uh yeah, two sides of a coin, Adam. Two <laughs> feels like we talk about like a multi sided gaming die on our show. There's <laughs> not just like really a two sides of a coin, it's like some serious crap. You're not wrong. Alright, Adam, how about a bit of a palate cleanser? Perhaps you have birthdays for us. I do. And I look forward to cleansing this palate. <laughs> because damn, dude. Mm-hmm. So now if we as we enjoy our birthday sorbet to cleanse our palate from whatever the hell that just was <laughs> to these great birthdays. And this is another great list. Alright, so let's dive right in. So to start us off. Hermione herself, Emma Watson, turns 32. Yes. Man, I love her. She is awesome. Now, the next one is Haley Joel Osment. I don't think I would realize they were so close together in age, but Haley turns 34. Yeah. Which is interesting. You think he still sees dead people? He's got to. Yeah. And if not, the internet will make sure that he never forgets to see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving along. Seth Rogen turns 40. That is either really good or inconsequential to many people. Claire Danes turns whoa, whoa, whoa. 43. Also a milestone birthday. I was, was going to come back to it and be like, see, at least he's not 40, right, Claire Danes? You are not. <laughs> I'm not going to allow that save. <laughs> I was working my way back through. Liar. <laughs> Congratulations, Seth Rogen. <laughs> he made Congratulations on Adam for extending his streak of ignoring milestone birthdays. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I am superlative in all that I do. 
I wish I had Seth Rogen's money. Uh, okay, so then Claire Danes, who turns 43, is awesome. Sarah Michelle Geller turns 45. Shannon Doherty, dude, turns 51. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit heartbreaking. Gold Dust, if you're a wrestling fan, turns 53. Anthony Michael Hall turns 54. Martin Lawrence turns 57, if you can believe it. Nope, I'm sorry, that's Martin. Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I to this day I still say damn Gina for everything that's like like outrageous. Of course you do. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> and then it quickly became adapted by Terry in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He got to yes. Gina. Yes, which was awesome. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson turned sixty-two. Steven Seagal turned seventy. The big seven zero, and he is in good milestone birthday company with Bill Belichick. Who also turns 70. And it's probably hating the fact that Tom Brady no longer plays for the New England Patriots. You know, Steve Zagal still do still is still doing like martial arts. He is pretty large though. He's is like he? a he's got a rather large like beach ball belly. I was gonna say, he's, yeah, he's not really in fighting shape anymore. Not really at all. And he should also like not dye his hair and his goatee. Like he should just let the salt and pepper come through because it looks so unnatural in my opinion. I mean I wouldn't want to fight him, <laughs> but I think he could probably do different things. Heard also he's a jerk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And what you mean by that is happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Stephen, is what we meant. (laughs) Right. Okay, now one of my favorite people turned 75, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I already liked him, right? I loved him. He was somebody I grew up knowing that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was amazing. I know what you're about to say, and I love it. And he also lambasted LeBron James. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, and you can't argue with it either. No. Like, yeah, so, just so like, if you, <laughs> listener, if you have not come across this article of Kareem calling out LeBron James, then go do some interneting. <laughs> yeah, and all it takes is like the most smallest modicum of internet research. Yes, so. cursory, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So, again, in good company, David Letterman also turned 75, which is throwing back to the canned ham day. What a coincidence. Thanks, David Letterman. Okay, this one is crazy. Ed O'Neill turned 76. Now, buddy, I have so many fun movies. I know we have a lot to do, and I'll be quick. We used to love this show, right? Love and marriage. Of course. Love and we would sing that song. It drove my mom crazy. We were not allowed to watch that show, but we did it anyway. And the roasts that that guy gave back in the day, first of all, you could not say today, which is fine. You know, like, I'm, I'm okay with that. But boy, he would lambast you and everyone, his neighbors. I mean, and he did it in such insidious fashion. Oh, yes. He was a master. I, so I've he heard an interview with him talking about his Married with Children days. Really? I'll yeah. have to look that up. I don't remember what show he was on. Maybe, maybe Smartless or one of those shows where celebrities interviewing celebrities. But yeah, oh, I loved it. I mean, boy, that was that was that was a brilliant show. And then his wife on that show, Peggy. Like, I mean, she in Sons of Anarchy. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Finally, to round this out, buddy, Loretta Lynn turns ninety. And what a milestone birthday <laughs> turning 90 is. <laughs> Jesus, 90 years old. That's like, you're so close, you know? Okay. And yes, I gave you just a little more room to get that in. <laughs> I just needed a minute. I just needed a minute. You know what I mean? All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Clay Groves. 
Adam, I have three people that were born in this day but are now dead. Okay. First, Charlie Chaplin died in 1977 at the age of 88. Today he would have been 133. Next, Thomas Jefferson at the age of 83. Today he would have been 279. And, Adam, Leonardo da Vinci died in 1519 at the age of 67. Today he would have been 503. <laughs> Dude, Charlie Chaplin... I think was a genius that will never be recognized, like will not be realized, recognized. Like he was so far above everyone. Unbelievable. Trailblazer. That's a mild way to say that. All right, Adam, let's wrap up today's episode this way. We haven't heard from this guy in a long, long time. It's a guy that has a goal. He's tried with tremendous effort to meet it and has never done it. Well, it's not LeBron, because he hasn't tried. <laughs> We're about to hear from Luke from the Road. What? Yes. Now, I need to set this up a little bit, because he left us a lengthy message in multiple parts, and he refers to this as the Sheboygan Nacho Incident. Oh, boy. Okay. So, should we play his theme music? Little ditty about toughing out of <laughs> <laughs> If only we had time. Ah. Here's a little bit more setup. So he was trying to make it to the Canadian border for some reason. He doesn't really explain Always. why. He just mentions that it's about something about a corgi. But anyways, he, he flew into Milwaukee f- for some reason and headed north. And he rents a car from some shady rental company. Sweet. And he leaves the parking lot and realizes that the car has a leaky tire. <laughs> So one of the tires in his rental car is leaking air. Of course. And so the story picks up when he stops at a gas station to put some air in the tire. Okay. That's good background. So what I do is I go down to the gas station. There's a little gas station out there. I needed to fill up anyway and uh, fill the tire. And I always lo- go to local. And there's a Harbor Petro down the road. Okay, so topped off the gas tank, topped off the tire, and I went inside and I saw um, a couple people there. A local policeman was there visiting Gavin, and I thought, oh, this is nice. Love it when it's all local. And uh, there was a little sign there that said, you get some nachos and you get free chili. Great. I, you know, chili cheese nachos, that's a breakfast of champions right there. Forget salsa. Yeah, love preach. chili cheese on my nachos. Preach. Especially the gas station stuff when it's not mm-hmm. really the right color, but you know it's super cheesy. Yep. So I went ahead and got some of the uh, nachos, put some cheese all over, or chili on it, and then some cheese on top of it, a couple of those fresh jalapenos, fresh-ish. And uh, I started uh, chomping there after I paid for it, uh, talking to the guys. After three or four bites, I looked down and... Um, uh, well, the chili had something in it. Ugh. I don't know. I didn't take the time to examine it, but instantly I got sick to my stomach <laughs> and vomited. And, of course, what happened? I go ahead and vomit on the local police officer. Well, you fucked up. Wonderful. Well, that just started again. So they go, uh, guy gets all ticked off, like, you ain't from around here, boy. You, you insulting me type of thing? Uh, just... 
It's like, no, sir, I'm just sick from the, and he wouldn't have it. He's like, he said, I just had the chili, and there was nothing wrong with it on my nachos. So he goes, he t- puts me in the back of the car for uh, resisting arrest and whatever, <laughs> disturbing the peace. And I get a free ride to the local police station <laughs> where they go. They detain me for a little bit, and they seem to have fun with this out-of-towner who's in a Honda Civic who just vomited all over Officer Dudley or whatever his name was. Oh, my goodness. It's just insanity. They kept hassling me like, oh, it's not your car, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, what? It's like, look, I just wanted to go north to get my Corgi, and you guys just... I explained the whole thing to him. So that's part one. <laughs> and so fast forward a little bit and the local sheriff lets him go when he agrees to pay their dry cleaning. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair, reasonable officer. Right. I think that was very fair. So then he takes an Uber back to the gas station to get his rental car. And his rental car is gone. Oh, no. Right. And that's where we pick it up next. (laughs) All right. So we don't know where the car is. I still have my (laughs) cell phone, which fortunately still works, even the cracked screen and all. And um, so I go ahead and call Bob Zavis. I just happened to have the number again because I called him from before. They pinged it on the GPS and they put out a local tow lot. Uh, Of course. I Uber over to the tow lot. I get there, and they say, they give me the typical stuff. Oh, they need 24 hours to process the tow, and that's going to cost me $435 to get it out of impound with a lot fee of $35 a day if I didn't get it today. Oh, and they don't take a credit card. So, I've had an incident with the local people, Bob Zavis, whatever, trying to get (laughs) this car out. Anyhow... I went, I sit there on their their bench outside, and I wait for it to go into the next day, which is only about four or five hours. So at <laughs> 12.03 a.m., which is the 24 hours to process the tow, Billy Bob there at the tow lot, he takes my uh, takes the rest of the cash that I have, my emergency <laughs> cash, and my uh, cashier's <laughs> checks, which, you know, you never leave home without it. And uh, I sure. finally get in my sure. rental Honda Civic. I drive up to the local Honda place. I get my tire fixed. It was, again, like $173 because they had to reset the TPMS. I get in my Honda, and after three days of friggin' Sheboygan, I finally get back on the road, head north, and take care of my business over the Canadian border with the Corgis. The Sheboygan nacho incident. Never, ever again. Man, they took his emergency cash, Toph. You know? <laughs> well, also, a part that I had to cut out because it was too long, the guy at the tow place told him he had a pretty mouth. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, that's how you end up in, like, a castration den. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> getting getting your testicles lopped off at a, at a youth hostel. Yeah, this guy was putting the feelers out there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I... It seems like maybe he's given up on his goal of of getting to us, getting down to Texas. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not. He didn't he didn't end that with "I'm coming for you." He's doing something involving corgis up in Canada. 
Right, which, I mean, and is not only the first time he's not been trying to come this way, it's the first time he's actually made his destination that he was trying to get to. Oh, good point. I didn't even think about See? that. Yeah, yeah so he, he actually, actually made accomplished it. what he, Yeah, he did it. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, so I guess congratulations are in order. Yeah. Yeah, well done, buddy. I mean, I'd prefer that he successfully come visit us, because that's what he's been trying to do for, I think, three years? A yeah, better part of three years, four? at least. Yeah. Maybe almost yeah, four. I mean, and he's gone past us. He's gone through us. But he's never <laughs> quite stopped in. Right. He's been arrested in Mexico. Mm-hmm. He's been entangled with the cartels. Yep. Yep. He ended up in Europe, traveling around with an elderly couple. For a little while, yeah, and don't forget that like some uh, somewhere along the line, Russian bear was involved. <laughs> yes, he had to travel back on a like a cargo ship. I think he was held up in a cargo container for like weeks. I think. <laughs> yeah, he got left <laughs> in the swamp by a trucker. <laughs> yeah, but he used his remaining battery to call us instead of like for <laughs> right. <to> rescue. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know if he just got worn out from all that lack of success, and, and now he's yeah. He needed a couple of like easy wins, so he got through Canada. Now he's trading in, in black market corgis. <laughs> yeah, which is only a second to the moth betting. Oh yeah, don't even bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, no. What's another? In another? any case, uh, good news, bad news. One, he took care of his corgi business. Bad news, it doesn't seem like he's trying to come visit us anymore. So, gosh, Luke, yeah. we'd we'd love for you to come back our direction. Yeah, but good news, he did get. Nachos and chili, even though it turned out poorly. <laughs> right, right. All right, Adam, that brings us to the end of this episode of This Week Today. Oh, man. Would you like some brief credits before we go? I love credits, especially when they're due. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the Jean Benet Ramsey Crime Tips Hotline is 214 531 3936. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Root for our custom logo. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Tof. You've been listening to This Week Today. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Take it easy, everybody. Later. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one.